I'm coming in hot, Chase. I got a little, uh, you know, I just was on the Peloton, dude. You. Didn't change, didn't change my uh, shirt, so I'm a little uh, sweaty. That's little okay. Sweaty. He looks sharp, dude. You look handsome. The ladies, uh, the ladies. <laughs> hey, like, thank you, brother. Thank you. The ladies like a little uh, pheromones coming out yeah. of your hand, dude. Yeah, I got a little. You know, I just, I just amped up the testosterone right there on the Peloton. <laughs> Fifteen minute hit ride. Let's get it. Let's get it. I worked out this morning too. <laughs> Jess how you doing, a, dude? How was how was the weekend, brother? Weekend was great. Jess has his new job, you know. Now, so she used to go into her last job around three o'clock in the afternoon. She leaves at six thirty in the morning now, so our lives flipped a little bit. This wow, dude, six thirty. I'm always up kind of early, but you know, there's a big difference. You know, I don't have long hair like a lady does, and whatever. So she's got to like shower. She's got to get, get ready, hair, yeah, all that kind of stuff. 4.30 in the morning, bing, 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 bing. And I'm like, oh, my God. So, I like, I I kind of, you know, you know when you have, like, a bad flu and yeah. you're kind of half awake and half dreaming when you're, like, oh, yeah. really out and you're kind of, like, <laughs> that's how I am now from, like, 5 a.m. until, like, 7 a.m. I'm still Dude, in the bed, but I'm, that's like. That's the worst. That's the worst place I, to be where, you, yeah, yeah, you're, like, you know, am I sleeping or I, you're asking yourself. Am I sleeping or am I not sleeping? I actually do that to myself. Now. But what, I, what we've been doing is, like, we've both been going to bed earlier now, and I, I get up early anyway. So it's actually, yeah. I'm looking forward to, like, being up and at them by, like, 6.30 every morning. Yeah, I, I like that's that. That's awesome. No, so, dude, to get the day started, so much better. There's, like, no doubt about going to bed earlier, going to bed and waking up earlier. That's the way to do it, man. Absolutely. For real. Absolutely. All right, so we got a lot of stuff to talk about. It's... uh yeah. All-Star week. I saw Harold in his, like, little uh, American League jersey yesterday running around. Uh, so awesome, dude. Dude, dude Harold's got to be in his glory out there in Seattle. He's a legend out there, bro. He's a legend out there, and it's really crazy, too. First of all, gosh, man, that man is, what is he, 60-something years old? He's in a uniform, and I'm like, oh, who is that? Is that the second baseman for the uh, Padres? Like, yeah. no. Yeah, it's Harold. It's, it's Harold, because he's, <laughs> he's just in such great shape. That guy's an Incredible. anomaly. Anyway, draft happened, draft happened last night. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. That's the Dude, word for it. Dude, yeah. By the way, LSU, whoops. They're pretty well, good. Pretty well, good that's program. how you win the national champ. That's how you win the national championship, bro. You have the first two picks in the draft are on your team, and one of them happens to be the best starter. I'll tell you what, man. The Pirates. They kind of pulled the wool over everybody's eyes, dude, for until literally that moment of the draft. Everyone, including the Pirates, were kind of throwing, we're taking Dylan Cruz, taking Dylan Cruz, you know, the yeah. outfielder for the LSU stud right-handed hitter. This guy's a gap-to-gap -gap guy, bat-to-ball guy, big power, you know, franchise player, franchise player. Yeah. You know, they're kind of talking about it almost like this is like a, a Bryce Harper, Steven Strasburg, like, you know, like, and Paul Skeens, though, dude, is probably the best college pitcher we've seen since Strasburg when everyone's all fired up about it. This guy throws 102 miles an hour with a wipe ups, wipe out slide, a little curveball. Uh, you know, with secondary pitches on his change. It probably needs one more pitch, but I think when you're throwing that hard and with the stuff that he has, uh, so the Pirates end up taking Paul Skeens, yeah. number one. And so, dude, I think about the Pirates, their best years a few years back when they took Garrett Cole. They took uh -huh. Garrett Cole one. Yeah. He was in the big leagues quickly. And then all of a sudden, dude, they were, uh, you know, they were a force to be reckoned with. We know you went on the bump in this league, dude. For them to have a guy like Skeens that's going to be up there sooner than hey. later, that's a huge pick for them. Man, if you can get an ace, you get an ace. That's it. You got to go yep. for it. You got to go for it. it, it Risk-reward. It's super big. Pitching is just risk-reward. It really is. But you get the guy. You get a Garrett Cole. It's funny. I was actually just – I just read an uh, article where Brian Cashman said Garrett Cole is the smartest baseball player he's ever met. The most wow. cerebral – Apparently, what Garrett—it's just popped into my head. What Cole does, 
he talks to the pitchers. He also talks to the hitters about what he sees them doing, what he sees pitchers doing to them. And apparently he is like almost like a pseudo captain after judge on that team for yeah. how and but and if you can get a guy with that kind of makeup who can also throw and can also be like one of the position player guys, right? You got a franchise guy. You, that's yeah. it. End of story. I, I agree, dude. And like, you know, I think that was his pedigree too. When when the Pirates took him, knew that what they were getting yeah, as a person. Now he's obviously been in the league twelve years. He's a he's a leader. He's one of the best pitchers right. in the game. Paul Skeens is known for his personality. He's known for his gregarious kindness. Like they, when they, they talk about Skeens, like this guy's a kind guy. But t- dude, tell you what, mm-hmm. this is this is even more incredible. His story is incredible. He didn't start pitching until his senior year in high school. Wow. He went to the Air Force Academy, dude, to be like. I think of first baseman. I think first base outfield or whatever. He hit and pitched at Air Force, dude. And dude, he was put. I think he hit twenty five pumps. Holy his sophomore. Oh, dude, he's legit. Then he went to LSU, and they're like, "Hey, listen, we think your career is on the mound, dude." He he was a two way player first two years of college. Wow, like elite two way player, dude. Not like, hey, this guy's a good. No, no, this guy's the best hitter and pitcher. And his, his his velo just went up so high. He ended up transferring to LSU. Um, it's an incredible story, though. But they say this kid is off the charts makeup wise. Wow, that's see, that's important. I got I got two things yeah. off of that. The first one is you mentioned that this all goes into the Otani thing. By the way, if you think back, like maybe the door is open for him to maybe take some swings at some point. You don't know that. Second yeah, I agree. part about that is I, I look back when you were mentioning that he hit twenty five bombs this one year. I'll never forget. It was my I think it was my junior year. We're playing Michigan State in like some tournament, and uh, this dude gets up to the plate. Was built like a brick shit house. Hit a ball is the furthest ball I've ever seen hit in any professional, minor, college, anything. Bomb. And I'm like, who is that guy? I'm like, that is the greatest hitter I've ever seen in my life. You know who it was? Who? Mark Mulder. Oh, dude. And I was like, what? <laughs> and I'm like, wait, the guy who's wait, that's the that's the pitcher? Because everybody's like, oh, this pitcher is gonna yeah, yeah. be a top yeah. pick. He was he was like, I think he was in the top five. It had to be in the top five. Yeah. I knew at that moment I'm like. If this pitcher is that much better of a hitter than me, I am never going to make it to the big league. <laughs> I, I really, like, it was like my junior year. I'm like, I'm not I'm not as good of a hitter as him, and he's not even going to hit in the major leagues. So how good are hitters in the major leagues? Oh, my God. Dude, and and also, you, it's funny you say Motor because he's the best golfer. Oh, dude. Like, right now, like they say Motor could play. I think he's playing on some pro tours. Oh, the guy is so legit. He's, like, one of the he best crush a golf ball of all time. Yeah, and the second yeah. part is... This is another good example. Remember, like, I want to say, like, by seven or eight years ago, it was like, don't go to college. Don't go to college. Don't ever go to college. It's not worth it if you want to play in the big leagues. Well, guess what? If you're good enough, you go to a really good program. First of all, LSU is like a minor league team. Maybe, probably... LSU probably has better better facilities facilities than <laughs> any minor league team you have. That's what I was thinking, on, right? So <laughs> no like, when these guys go to the minors, they're gonna be like, "What the heck's this?" <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, wait, hold on. I don't have a masseuse every two days. Like, what is it? Where's the private chef? Yeah, exactly. So, hey, go to college, man. You, if you need to go to college, go to college. It's good to have that yeah, degree, man. No, I agree, dude. dude it, 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 I agree, dude. And I think uh, for guys going to college, you know. 
to go right into the minors, dude, that's a lot for kids. You know, 18-year-old kids going to play 144 games thing. just in the grind. Dude, if you're in college, you're still going to play all year round. You're going to develop your skills. You're gonna, if you go to a good program, you have good facilities. Like, I, I, it makes me happy that my son's at Kent State, right. you know, Jake with Jeff Duncan, who was a big leaguer. Right. You know, Bear Serrato, who played minor league ball. You know, um, Berkey, their pitching coach, played in the big leagues. Like, they run it like a big league organization. So, right. for me, I'm like, at least I know my kid's getting developed yeah. like he wouldn't. In the minor leagues, but you know. But here's the other thing that, that college can do for you is like it's a transition into being on your own, but you're yeah. not fully on your own, right? Right, like, dude. Right, back, right. I go back to Pedro Martinez. Says he didn't speak a word of English, and he just sat and played video games with some kid, uh, like his house kid in the basement, because he didn't know how to talk to people. He didn't know how to do his own laundry. He didn't. You got to learn all those stuff. You got to learn. You can't keep the meat. In, you can't keep the leftover meat in your microwave because it's going to change colors and screw everything up. You get. It's good to learn that. You can't. You don't want to learn that at a host house or like, at, at, yeah. you know, Yankee Stadium. Your first day there, like, what is this? Pig yeah, like la- laundry gets moldy in the corner if it sits there for like four weeks. Yeah, you actually have to wash your clothes. Yeah. You actually have to do the dishes every night unless you want to get, uh, uh, you know, a bacteria you've never heard of before. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, which we've all had. Hey, so I want to do this. We we did revisit the Brack. Tonight's the Derby, right? The, yeah. ding, the Dinger Derby, they're calling it. Uh, yeah. I've got to go back a little bit because we made some picks the other day, but I'm starting to think, dude. Oh, you're rethinking our picks, bro? I'm rethinking, <laughs> I'm rethinking Rodriguez versus Alonzo. He's in his hometown, dude. The place dude, is dude, dude, Alonzo is a psychopath as far as that goes, though. That's he true. looks forward to this. All he, all he thinks about is the home run derby. And, and the way he He's talks, I love He's, it. He's like, he, yeah, with the way he talks, like, I'm the best. I'm the best home run here in the big leagues. Yeah. I'm actually going to go prove it again. That's why... You face off of the lawn, though, and it scares me because he thinks he's a savage, and he is. Yeah. By the way, these brackets, dude, they are really intense, really quick. Like, how's Mookie Betts? First round. First round, Mookie Betts versus Vlad Jr. One of those guys is not going to make it to the second round. Yeah, that's how deep this this you know that's the great thing about the Derby. That's how deep this thing is. You're getting you're talking about Vlad Mookie maybe getting banged out. There's some studs in this, you know, these are the yeah. best of the best home run hitters. That's why this is like, would you rather go to the Derby or the All-Star game? I always like the Derby better than the All-Star game. Yeah, I, I, I think, the, yeah, I think the Derby's, I mean, I think the All-Star game is incredible because yes. there's nothing like Agreed. seeing all those players on the field together. Agreed. But dude, the Derby, the way they've been doing it the last few years is just so fun to be at. You know, well, with the clock, the, you know, the, the, the drama so great, the way yeah. they've been doing it. Well, the two things. One, and I just I studied this for so many years when I was I mean I would produce the the pre and post game shows for both of them. So the thing about the All Star game that makes it tough is like these are the most elite pitchers in the game, and so the offense is often not there because every at bat. First of all, maybe you only get one at bat. Maybe it's your first time in an All Star game, so you're right. are already a little off your game as a hitter. Pitchers just come in and just start dart darting. You know, a starting pitcher, Garrett Cole can throw 100 miles per hour, but he probably sits at, like, 96, 97. And the All-Star right. game, is like, oh, 100, 101, 102. <laughs> Max effort, yeah. yeah. Remember DeGrom that one year was throwing, like, 102, 102, 102 on the corners? You're not going to get the same kind of – I think after after all the, – there's nothing better. There's nothing better than All-Star game intros, flyover. Right. And Incredible. usually somebody pretty cool singing a national anthem, and then you get, you know, Canadian – like, and the celebrities on – 
the other part about the derby that's fun is because you know these guys are getting after it tonight. <laughs> so oh, yeah. they all go, they hang out at the derby, and they're not running out. Dude, there, there's times where if a guy gets out uh, in the second inning of the All-Star game, he's on a plane before – he's probably lands in his city before right. the game ends, right? Some guys? Well, dude, are you kidding me? Those guys yeah. Those guys want to get out and get home. Exactly. You, know I mean? you get yeah, one extra day or two, like with your family yeah. or wherever you want yeah, to go. Yeah, that's, that's exactly but, what they want. But so that's exactly what they Derby want. Derby Day, I think, is the big celebration of the All-Star game. Yeah. You know? I remember, I just, I remember, I, I have to think back to my first Derby in nine, the 99 All-Star game, dude, I mean, when McGuire was hitting balls ever. off the Sitco sign mm-hmm. and Griffey was crushing balls to right. Like, Fenway's yes. not the greatest part. You're losing ball. You're not, you know, a couple balls you might be losing yeah. in, in, you know, in Fenway because it's like 390 to, to right field. But Griffey ended up winning it. McGuire and Sosa, those guys banging back and forth. And I remember, dude, I was 25 years old. I'm sitting there with my camera on the field. I think I was one of the first guys to do that. And I remember Matt Damon, that you know, Goodwill Hunting had come out a year, a couple years ago. Matt Damon was the hot guy. He was sitting right there. And dude, I'm like, I'm going to interview Matt Damon right now. I don't care. Like, I, I, I'm an all star, even though no one knows who I am. I'm going. So I went up to him. I'm like, hey man, I'm Sean Casey. And he's like, yeah, I know who you are. I'm like, yeah, let's go. And then, uh, and then I'm like, dude, I start. How do you like the Derby? I'm filming him with my camera. I have to find the you footage. Have dude. I have to it somewhere. Find it. Did you give it to Trotter? Did you give it to MLB? I th- I think I did, ever? dude. I think I, yes, I did. I did. They have it, dude. I, I had, dude, I gave my, when Ted Williams came out of right field at Fenway Park, dude, I gave my camera to the clubby and I said, hey, dude, because I was, I was just announced. So I'm like, anything you can get, can you, I had no, no none of us had any idea Ted Williams was coming out. So my camera, dude, is right in, if, we five need feet from Ted this. Williams. We the need footage I have is inc- on Ted Williams is incredible. Let's do a documentary. Just you and me. Don't tell anybody yeah. else. Yeah, let's do. It. Don't everybody, tell anybody. We just told everybody, everybody. listening, Don't tell anybody. <laughs> just for mayor's office fans. Maybe it's so good. Yeah. Oh, dude. I, we'll we'll do this tomorrow. I forgot this. We have to do this. What? We got to announce the winner of our giveaway from last week. We haven't done it yet. Oh. All right. Let's do that tomorrow. We'll yes. do that tomorrow. I will get the mechanics of it organized, and we will pick the okay. winner tonight. It won't be a personal thing. We'll. we'll what is this? Make it happen. H is calling me. Right, talking about his fielding. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. All right, uh, all right, bro. Big day today. You get after. You got some podcasts you're going on today and stuff. So yeah, I got some action today. So all right, bro. I love you, man. Love you tons. Uh, everyone out there listening, thanks for listening. We'll talk to. We'll see you guys tomorrow. See you, buddy.